Rise and Recover with Nancy and Kathy, speaking about addictions, connecting with communities, and making a difference. We are women in recovery with a desire to bring awareness and healing to recover our world. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Nancy here. Kathy here. Welcome to Rise and Recover. Um, we are going to start these podcasts with topics every week, as well as a quote for the day. So I will get that started by letting you guys know it's the power of speaking our stories. Our quote for the day, you're not a victim for sharing your story. You're a survivor setting the world on fire with your truth. And you never know who needs your light, your warmth, and your raging courage by Alex L. Mm, that's just so powerful. 12-step recovery is based on telling our stories as a peer-to-peer approach. Bill Wilson founded Alcoholics Anonymous on it. And um, just going back to the quote, it says, you're not a victim for sharing your story. And that is wonderful news because when I was young, before I even um, found recovery and began my journey in recovery, Uh, I think my identification had a lot to do based on being a victim. You know, I might have looked like I was out there having a good time, but oh boy, you know, this is poor me in so many ways. And um, I think what's beautiful about us people in recovery is that we are able to... By, by giving testimony of our own stories, empowers others to identify and put words to it and give us a different whole text to how to speak and turn it around. I think a lot of um, the storytelling, if it, like when we're talking, it makes me think of um, how generationally um, we were told that children should be seen and not heard and mm. that we weren't supposed to have a voice and we weren't supposed to have our own thoughts. And I think, at least for me, um, I don't think that was a familiar territory to begin with. I wasn't uh, a person that was going to share my story. And if I did, I think I came from an environment where I was told to get over it. <laughs> uh-huh. And so that's what I did. Yeah. Um, and I think the story part of it for me today in recovery is that it's releasing the shame mm-hmm. of what I thought was behind the story. So if I'm sharing this story, it's releasing my self-hatred, um, kind of almost putting it out there. And then... I think we've talked about it before you and I, Nancy, is that it's we've telling our story enlightens somebody else. It brings somebody else into um, our world that almost identifies completely with who we are and how our story is being told. Yeah. You know, shame is super powerful. It's like probably the the most super duper of all emotions. And it's just all eternal, internalized, excuse me feelings uh from that that just get built upon especially in childhood you know starting with the trauma and then because as a child you think the whole world's about you it's just that's just part of being a a small child in development and 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 then you feel that you've created something you know terrible and um 
then there's no outlet for it. Like you said, I, I can totally identify with not really being able to talk about it. In fact, I don't even remember, you know, growing up in my preteens back in the 70s, yeah, there wasn't any like special services or anything back then. Um, and, 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 and so I didn't really have anybody necessarily to talk to about my feelings and identify with anybody. But I'll tell you, I'll never forget the first time when I went to a meeting and I heard somebody speaking my story. And, and just I was able to identify with this guy that was sharing about his life at home and what it was like. And, and I, you know, I grew up in a family that had a lot of alcoholic behaviors going around. So things were kind of erratic. And um, by him sharing that, just that piece, it just made me feel connected. And it gave me more permission to feel that maybe I do belong here and maybe I can add something with my own personal experiences in recovery. I, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. I think that for me, um, I think anything you shared in Alcoholics Anonymous, I identified with for some reason. I was so um, beaten down at that point when I got there. And I think that we all, believe it or not, um, anyone that uh, shares the uh, addiction piece, the alcoholism, you know, I think we all have a lot of similarities. I think that in one way or another, it might not be the exact same situation, but the feelings that we feel as people are very similar. And um, I think when I went to AA and I listened to a lot of stories, I know I used that as my first way of escape when I first went into the rooms of Alcoholics mm -hmm. Anonymous because I was uh, looking for some for some reason to say I don't belong here and then I would hear a story and I would say oh I wasn't like that or I didn't do that so I walked away feeling like I was superior and I didn't I, you know I, that was good for me I could go home and have a drink because I didn't fit with that alcoholic bunch so it must be that I'm really not that bad and uh, and then after a couple of more disastrous episodes in my life I had nothing but to, you know, kind of fall to my knees and get back into the room and Alcoholics Anonymous, to be clear, and to listen to more people tell their stories. And I think, I think if anything, it was an, an experience of learning that I wasn't alone. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's funny, we're talking about sharing your stories. And, and back in the day, and even to this day, I can talk up a storm. That's, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. You know that, Kathy. Mm -hmm. I can. And, and I, I and, but, and also it's like, Oh, look at me, look at me, let me like share stuff. And, and I thought that I had no problem sharing my story. But I really wasn't getting deep with it. And I think when I was, when I allowed myself to have the courage to speak out loud, just real feelings and thoughts and, around my behaviors when I uh, was in active addiction, or even things even before that, to just share it with a bunch of other people that, that may, that, well, they were there for the same reason and they could understand. It just allowed me to realize that I, well, I matter, you know, I'm not, I think that shame creates a lot of, it, it beats, it beat me down. 
Definitely. It beat me down and it made me feel that you're not so worthy. You're not, you know, and, and I mean, these were like internal stories I was telling myself and, and then it created, a, like I said, a lot of depressed feelings of worthlessness. I, and, 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 and I was, I felt shame for even saying that, but, but being able to hear other people speak those same kind of words about how, you know, they felt. And it, it just, it made me feel so much better. And if I did share about something I had gone through that I thought was really, ooh, then, you know, or even like speaking my story, you know, because that's something that we, you know, do in 12-step recovery, which is great, is that we stand up when we share our story and it's, it's kind of hard. And you're thinking, oh, nobody's listening to this. And then people actually come up to you and say, oh my gosh, when you said blah, 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 it, made so, it, made, it really just helped me so much. And I would... It just made me feel so much better. It's like you listened to me. <laughs> really, yeah. you thought that I I had something to say. So I speaking stories gives other people permission to talk. And I think right now, in our society, it is so helpful to allow and to empower others to come forward with what's disturbing them. Mm -hmm. That's very true. And I think the issue too is that um, telling our stories, uh, you know, there's, I, I remember, I'm just listening to you talk and I remember the telling of my story or even when I, I think even today, after all these years of being a sober person, I know that I don't trust myself sometimes with my words. And mm -hmm. I think that that comes from a long um, lineage of um, that's just a history in itself that I don't have time on a podcast to talk about but um, I think that releasing we talked about shame releasing that piece that if we decided to tell our stories to just owning it you know just being right. okay with knowing that this is who we are and then like you said people coming up to us and identifying and saying yeah. wow thank you for doing that because I too feel that way. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you know, here's here's the uh, piece where we bring where we bring it to the community. How can I? How can anybody, especially the recovery world, with our experience, how can that benefit the community? And I wanted to just think about this this wording that Alex L said. You are a survivor setting the world on fire with your truth. I mean, what purpose to think that? So like you said, I've been sober for a while and I have my, my history. I don't live my history, but my history does have purpose. And it, does, it certainly has purpose in helping other people to recover from addictive things like alcohol and drugs. But... How can it help somebody else identify and be able to, to again, like I said, speak openly? I, I really believe that listening, that sitting down and listening opens hearts and, mm -hmm. and, and allows for the floodgates of connectivity. Yeah. I think what's important, too, is that we show that we're vulnerable. Like, human people are vulnerable. We are not um, these uh, beings of, you know, I can't even think of the word, but I mean, vulnerability is an important part mm -hmm. of it. It's to, you know, lean into our truth and know that 
what we say matters. It's really important that we take that right to the community so that they know that, uh, you know, it's funny lately, I've been really speaking a lot about like our doing our podcast and I'm sharing about what it's about. Um, I'm, I'm really a very open person about being a sober person. It's really important to me. I walk proudly with uh, being a person in recovery. And I share this with, you know, just around my work environment. Yeah. And I've noticed lately, just in my life, anyone that ha- that knows me has come up to me recently and asked questions or shared their story or reached out for help. And I think of that when we were talking about the quote where it said that you never know who needs your light. And the only way that anyone can right. know your light is if you speak your truth and tell your story. Yeah. And... And we are in a decade, in an era of society, of our world, of our nation, that is just riddled with addiction. I, I can't think of any other word better. It's just, it's, it's all over the place. And, and pretty much you'd have to be hiding under a rock to not be affected by addiction somehow, somewhere. And I, I really, truly believe that... Uh, the, the organization, Alumni in Recovery, like has these community-based events where they bring the message to the community where it starts with sharing your story. By sharing our story, it opens up everybody else being able to identify a piece and, like you said, humanize us. Mm-hmm. Humanize people. Because we it to it will help and we it will help destigmatize. Mm-hmm. The disease of addiction by us speaking openly about it. And I think it's I think it truly is such a solution mm-hmm. for people everywhere right yeah. now. Agreed. I totally agree with that. And I think that um, one of the bigger problems too is just that people want to keep their head in the sand because it's something they don't want to take responsibility for. And I've noticed that more and more when I look into um, seeing so much that alumni and recovery is also connected with the Black Poster Project and having seen that is just amazing because that really shows you how people are not aware, not even parents, unfortunately, sometimes of what's going on because, you know, because we just don't know. And if we speak openly about stuff in the community, people will be more aware. And parents will be more educated on what to look for. And maybe young people will not want to go down the path that we chose to go down. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think stories are really, really important. I, this disease process of addiction, substance use disorder, alcoholism, whatever we call it, is really set in denial. And because the denial is so heavy... People don't even realize that they're denying it. <laughs> it happens all over the place. So even like you were saying about sharing it at work, like I am very open about the fact that I'm a woman in recovery. And by just saying it and, and just standing in my truth, that other people have give permission to be able to speak about it too. How important. Mm-hmm. Really important. Yeah. And you do see what happens when you do it, right? I mean, you're we've lived it. We've experienced it. We've seen people react to us in a way that was so 
uh, fulfilling and so important. And it, you know, brought them to a different level, brought us to a different level. I mean, I still think that community is just great for me. You know, I talk about um, the stories and sharing my stories because of not feeling I belong. So that starts the whole journey into drug addiction and alcohol for me was just the feeling of not belonging Mm -hmm. somewhere, right? So I go and I decide that I'm going to get high instead. And and then I getting out of being somebody that's using uh, substances into recovery just brought me into another community, which is the community I think I've been longing for my whole life. I was meeting people that were on the same path and understood and wanted to change and wanted to know me, me, not just the outside. outside, Right, right. I know. And and isn't that true? Mm -hmm. And, And it's because... By, again, the humanization of it Mm -hmm. is that we get to spiritually connect with each other on a deeper level. And it gives us the ability to talk about just things that really matter to the heart. So I agree with you totally. I just, it's funny, you know, I thought that I was belonging when I was uh, drinking and using substances with my friends back when I was young. And then, uh, sure enough, you know, when it came time and I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta be with, I gotta stop and be with this group. The next thing you know, that group was the solution because they were speaking much more authentically. Right. And I, and I think we all, all can benefit from that. Absolutely. And I think that's how this journey has to go. I think that the only way that the country and we can recover our world is just by acknowledging that we're broken. Yes. And and doing it in a way that we can come together, find ways to come together to allow ourselves to hear our stories. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you so much. This um, was great. This I was know. A good share. Okay. So, thank you for joining us on Rise and Recover. And a big thanks to Michael Venus for our music. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Have a good day, all. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on Rise and Recover, which is brought to you by Alumni in Recovery, local people speaking about addiction, connecting communities, helping others save lives, and making a difference together. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or go to our website, www.alumniinrecovery.org. 